Hey guys, uh, brand, brand new podcast, whatever I'm saying. I'm going through the list of 500. Today we're doing a retrospective of the 500 episodes. Halston's probably done a better job than me. He has clips. I am going through the list of 500 right now, and I am fucking floored at the amount of conversations I've had. It's a lot. It's, it's overwhelming. Yeah. Like, I, I, we're in the tour bus right now. We are outside Portland. My cousin Andrew, who books the podcast, is going to come down and sit with us. He's been around He's been around for probably booking it for the last 100 podcasts. Probably, yeah, probably 100, yeah. Yeah, and then Halston, that camera's shooting the back of your head. That's fine. Is it? But is it? <laughs> it's an extra. <laughs> it's an extra. Oh, you got them? Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, okay, them. good, good, them. good. Okay. Mans is here. Mans is my uh, cameraman. Who tours with us peter's here peter is my assistant and we are all sitting in the bus is the framing on that camera okay manzi and uh we were all sitting on the bus we went skiing yesterday we went uh we have one show tonight on a tuesday in portland we had it a tuesday show if you're listening to this this weekend fresno san francisco saturday and friday and saturday and then bakersfield on sunday and then I will be in, uh, and then I'll be in uh, with Tommy this week. Uh, so Halston, I want to start with podcasts. I want to start. I, I know you've pulled some clips, but I want to start with game changer podcasts. Yeah, podcasts where I go that this is a big deal. Now, the first one that comes to mind, the very very first one that comes to mind, I'm talking about a, a podcast that I think um change this person's life miss pat that's right yeah miss pat's first episode with me um now <clears throat> i want to i want to be there's i'm not i'm i'm trying not to i don't want to sound proprietary over this because miss pat's done, had done a, a ton of radio and podcasts before then but in our small group our small circle me ari joey joe um tommy like in our small circle of friends, I was the first person to podcast with her. And I hit up Ari and I was like, you got to get Miss Pat on. And I, I, I remember she was so amazing. She came in. I was in, I, I want to say Eddie Ift hit me up. and was like, you got to podcast with Miss Pat. Someone hit me up. Maybe Ryan Sickler hit me up. You got to podcast with Miss Pat. And that's how it works. So I'm not saying I, I have no ownership over over breaking miss pat you didn't discover her. i didn't discover her at all other comics were hitting me up bob and tom were like miss pat's fucking awesome everyone was hitting each other up but i remember i distinctly reached out to ari and said you gotta get miss pat on and then miss pat did roughly murdered both of ours and then from that i think ari told joe he's like you gotta get miss pat on and then from joe miss pat's just it's miss pat has a different life via podcasting i and i, I now that i don't want to discredit all her management and her agent and all the hard work pat's put in and all and and the decisions she's made when she stuck with a sitcom when people were bailing on it and she wrote it because right now she has the biggest sitcom on bet um she's huge she's huge she's got a best-selling book yeah she's got a hit podcast she's got a sold out tour but I remember this, I remember feeling a part of the brilliance when she sat down in my room. She brought her 30-year-old son into my room, my hotel room, 
he took his shoes off uh and got in my bed in my hotel room and he went to sleep <laughs> and i i said the first question that i think i want whoever it was either eddie after ryan said I, I said i'm supposed to ask about your nipple <laughs> and she goes oh that got shot off on a drug deal gone bad <laughs> and it was from there it was two hours I, I don't even know how long the podcast was but it was i didn't talk i just listened and i remember playing that i remember being so excited about that episode i shot that in indianapolis this is back when i was doing the podcast myself i came home and i played it for leanne i can tell you where we were we were on uh laurel canyon and moore park at that light and it was raining and i played it for leanne and she went who the fuck is this i mean leanne never is interested in anything i do like she's never like doesn't listen to my podcast at all you bring interesting people to the house all the time and she's just it's just like this to her and miss pat was a game changer i remember playing that for leanne and leanne's like who the fuck is this i go it's miss pat that's probably that out of all the podcasts i've done that miss pat that miss pat if like if you're gonna like say like give one podcast that i've done where i'm like super super like the probably the best podcast i've ever done is with miss pat and by the way, they're all good when you do them with Miss Pat. Do you remember when we were talking about we were recently? We just recently. I mean, this woman is a huge star, and we were talking about what what rappers fuck the best. Yeah, I mean, Miss Pat just is always good for a conversation. Fifty Cent. She's such a a real person that I remember when me and Tom and Ari were going to the um to the national championship game after we you know tom and i won our bet and ari was paying for it we were going to the national championship game miss pat was texting us about lines she's because she was there she's like you need to get here now lines we weren't going with her she was just that's who pat is she's such a great person and this podcast i've met so many fucking cool people that are now my friends like people like david keckner who at the time i didn't know i did not know david keckner now i know david keckner like and if you told me before I started the podcast that I would be friends with fucking David Keckner, yeah, via the podcast that I'd know his wife, that like, yeah, that this podcast has opened so many doors for me to meet people that I've wanted to meet. Uh, you know, David Tell, like I knew David Tell, but like to be able to have him at my house and do a podcast always with Tom. It's always me and Tom. We are the biggest fans of David Tell. Yeah, like those moments have been like game changers for me. I have David Keckner's couch in my studio because he went on your podcast and then he was like, I'm looking to start a podcast. And you're like, Halston, like, let him know what to do. And then I went over to his house and like set up a whole podcast stuff. And he's like, do you want this couch? No, I have fucking David Keckner's couch in my studio. Yeah. Just like random shit like that. It's so cool. Well, this podcast has changed your life too. I mean, because what was the episode I did with Ron Funches? Ron Funches. Mm-hmm. didn't know what he was walking into he was walking into lion's den yeah you were ready to pounce you i were was like, ready you were like i knew your best friend who said the n-word i knew your <laughs> what he had ron funches had a white dude who used to call him the n-word he would say it a lot he was a comic the guy's that's dead, not by excusing the, way. the guy's dead the guy's he's dead. dead he's dead he's dead so there's no he canceled himself shout out to will shout out to will uh he's from portland <laughs> <laughs> this guy i wish i had met this guy i wish i had met the balls on this guy give a mic talking to mike talking to mike no i'm i don't know i don't know i don't i've never was that i wasn't there we we were on the podcast and halston 
we get Ron was there and he was like he was like and Halston said to me, I know Ron. Like I met Ron. I hadn't met him, but I had been to the same funeral as him not too long before that. Because Ron's from Oregon, I'm from Oregon. We're both we both grew up ten minutes away from each other, but like in different times. And so we had some mutual friends. Um, this guy, Will, I had known him since I was like 15 years old because I was in bands. And Will was a booking manager for a different local band that I played shows with and yada, yada, yada. Anyways, I ended up working at Domino's with Will for a while, too. So I got very close with him um, right before he passed away. And um, How did he die? Brain tumor? Pulmonary embolism. So he actually had a brain tumor and then he had brain surgery got the tumor removed and then had a blood clot in his leg go to his lung and so he just died in the shower and uh that was heartbreaking yeah it's crazy no i mean he was it he made unhealthy choices in his life he was very uh overweight and his his body just couldn't handle um a surgery like that and um it's funny he tweeted like right before he died he goes i made it out of surgery not dead <laughs> it's like kind of funny but and then he died and then he fucking just collapsed in the shower <laughs> and get out of the shower um and then um and so you were like oh i'm having ron funches on the podcast and i had only done a few episodes with you i think at the time really i no, believe no no yeah i think i'd only done like maybe 20 or something oh, okay okay um and so i was like i gotta tell ron that i wasn't the same funeral as him and um because ron grew up with will in the comedy community like will took him and like let him stay in his basement at his mom's house um by the way this is and can i just point out too this is to be fair ron funches i don't know what a podcast is yet ron funches yeah 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 because he brought a salad and a bag of weed a bag of weed and just kept <laughs> and he, rolling joints and he and he, and he did not talk into the mic and he did not make eye contact uh-huh. and he ate his salad and answered questions like he was on a press junket yeah yeah. and he just packed bowls of weed <laughs> and like was very not interested in doing this podcast and but i was such a fan of ron's that i was like that it was it was fine because i i, I found it fucking hilarious and then at the end i was like hey halston and you were at the same funeral or something uh-huh. and then Is and then ron ron and then we and we've done this a number of times I would like to say we've done this a number of times. I say we, but but we, I say, because you do the podcast with me, is you take someone who's very uninterested in doing a podcast and you do a fun one with them. Mm-hmm. And at the end, they're like, how do I want to do one of these? Yeah. And that's happened with David Keckner. Yeah, we just happened with Rob Riggles, happened with yep. Ron. It, mm-hmm. And and when we got done, Ron, had, had I don't think he expected, I think he had his assistant with him or something. No. N- no, he had someone with him. Mm-mm. Someone came with him because <clears throat> they were like, we got to get him out of here. No. I don't think he was. I don't think he was with anybody. And 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 then he got up and he was like, he was like, I mean, this is cool. I want to do one of these. Yeah. And, and I like, was like, you should. And by the way, that is the that is the Joe Rogan mentality about podcasting. Don't be precious with your own shit. Help other people out. Get them launched. Get them up and running. Let them start a podcast. Let them succeed. And I said to Ron, I was like, you should. Halston knows who you are. You guys have mutual friends. You should, Halston, you should help Ron out, start a podcast. It's a very intimate thing, by the way, doing podcasts. I mean, you're asking to start a relationship with somebody where they go to your house once a week and they interact with your family and your kids. And like, and yeah. it, you don't just want some random dude on the internet coming over to your house and just like, you know, peeking around or some shit. I don't know. I've done that with 
David Koechner, Ron, mm-hmm. Whitney. Whitney, yeah. Yeah, I've done that to a bunch of people where I said, let Halston go over and help you out, figure it out, figure it out for you. Whitney's was crazy. I did the Giannis Papas Mark Norman episode that was like five hours long or something. Uh, that was seeing that. wild. It was wild. Yeah. Her but, house is crazy. But uh, yeah, but, um, but th- those have been some fun ones. Like Rob Riggles. I remember Rob Riggles came over. I was such a fan of Rob Riggles. Everyone is. He's been in every fucking movie. Holy moly is the fuck. He's so good in Holy Moly. A TV show. It's oh. a mini golf competition, oh. and it's the funniest shit you've ever seen. I was I was fans of him. I was fans of what he's done in life. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that he turned down SNL to go fucking fight in the Gulf War or whatever or the Afghanistan. You know, fight in Afghanistan. Yeah, he, highest clip, highest Burtcast clip on YouTube, I believe, is Rob Riggle's time in the military. Really? Yep. Hundreds of thousands of people were like, "I gotta know what that is." That's fucking fast. Yeah, that one blew up. That was pretty cool. By the way, a podcast I think about all the time, all the time, two podcasts, Shane Moss and Kyle Kinane. The, they've made me laugh the hardest. The Those two people said something on the podcast that were the funniest things I, I think about all the time. Shane Moss, I said, do you know what the number one reason people fall out of trees are? And he said, overconfidence. <laughs> 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 it's snakes. It's snakes, by the way. People oh. climb trees and they grab onto what they think is a branch and it's a snake and oh they God. fall. Fucking sidebar with Shane Moss. I did the podcast with Shane Moss. He tells me about breaking his fucking feet, right? Two weeks later, I'm in Zanzibar jumping off a cliff and I and and they're like, it's pretty shallow. Our guy jumps off it and he's like, it's fine. Just don't land on your feet. Kind of land on your butt a little bit. John Manns jumps off the cliff and says, it's not fine. This guy's a fucking lunatic. He's in the water. It's like a 20-foot jump. He goes, it's way too shallow. And I go, I'll try. And I do it, and I land on my heels. And John Manns is such a fucking asshole. He looks at me, and he goes, you just did a podcast with a guy that jumped off something too high and broke his heels. And then you did it. And I went, what the fuck is wrong? I thought I broke my heels. I literally thought I broke my heels. I didn't. I obviously didn't. But I remember thinking... What the fuck? That's exactly what Shane Moss did. He jumped off a cliff that was 10 feet high, broke both his heels. And to, I think it, I, that was a game changer. That was a game changer in his life. It changed who he was forever. Breaking both your heels sounds like one of the worst things you can do. That, though, that was a podcast where I could just listen to him talk about his surgeries. He came in on a cane. How's his mobility now? I haven't talked to him in a while. Actually, I take that back. I talked to him the other day. I texted I with him know, the other yeah. day. Um, Kyle Kinane. Kyle Kinane made me laugh fucking hysterically. I said to him, um, he said, you have owls in this podcast studio. I said, it's my totem. He said, what's your to- What's a totem? I said, it's something you see a lot of, and it kind of defines you. And he goes, I guess my totem's hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I, those, I think of those two lines all the time. I think of overconfidence i think of that all the time all the time that's fucking funny yeah all right so let's start out with um a dildo in the ass story what's Rocky that del davis what Remember this one no have you ever or, put a dildo in your ass no. no no yo so I'll tell you this story 
uh fucking my girlfriend she'd wanted to do anal for a while and we tried and it just never worked i mean it just yeah i don't and she said she's done it before i'm just so confused we're trying and we can't do it and so we got have like use like our dildo her dildo is like a like a pink dildo like a like seven eight inches maybe and um tiny and tiny <laughs> it's like super small dildo no it's it's like about the size of my dick um and so i'm like lubing her like i'm lubing and it's just not working and i'm like i'm getting annoyed because we're like this is like 30 minutes dude and she's like i'm gonna shove it up your ass then like she like begged me for like 20 minutes and i was like no and then she's like there's we tried. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna clinch my butt. She's gonna try to do it. It's not gonna go in, right? Dude, she lines it up one, two, three. Didn't even lube it and shoved the. <laughs> I looked back. All I saw literally was two A's in the AAA battery. It. My ass swallowed it. And then she's looking at me because a couple weeks before, one of her friends told her I was a gay. She's like, yeah, I promise she's gonna turn out gay. And I'm like, I'm not. I'm not gay. And then now I'm like, I'm not. I'm still not gay. I just have a big butthole, you know. <laughs> Rocky Dale Davis. That was I that was you weren't there for that, right? Yeah, I was. Yeah. No. Yeah. That was are you serious? Yeah. That's old school. I, I missed the lighting in that room. The lack of lighting? There was no lighting. I loved it. I loved the dark colors. I loved I loved that it was a it was a for the longest time it was just a two shot. Just yeah, just that one just wide. Just a two shot. Yeah. Can I tell you what I fucking miss about this podcast? I missed that it was a it was a fucking five hundred dollar investment. <laughs> like I missed that it was a five hundred dollar investment. This podcast started. I bought an H six is three hundred dollars. I bought H four N. I didn't even have the H six then. Okay, probably even cheaper than three hundred dollars. I had H four N. I had uh, the microphones, Two which microphones, were like were like not these. No, 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 no. I had the cheap handheld. These ones. are SM seven Bs. You had SM fifty eights. No handheld. Yeah, handheld. Yeah, I don't ones. know what that means. Like yeah. the ones you use on stage. Yeah. And the same exact one. Those are like $100. And each. then I have one GoPro. Yep. And then that was it. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And and this podcast started because I had everything wired in the man cave. So once I remember thinking to myself, here's what I'll do. I'm going to wire the man cave. I'm going to set microphones in every corner, right, where I want where people will sit. And then anytime I get people in here, I'll just hit record and we'll do a podcast. And then it'll, just, it'll be organic like that. And I remember telling Tom that. And the first podcast, fucking... God bless Joey Diaz. And by the way, I edited so much shit out of that. You this did. Back, <laughs> I mean, back, I imagine. This is back when you would go on a podcast and you would be like, say the most horrific shit. <laughs> and my dad, my dad called me and he goes, buddy, he goes, you got to edit some of that. And I go, dad, Joey says everything. And he goes, no, buddy. And he does some of that stuff. Joey doesn't want to be shared. And I was like, he's fine, dad. And he was like, no, no, no. How about this? I don't want to be shared. I was in the room listening to it. And I was like, <laughs> and he goes, fair. because I, and, and he goes, I should have said something. And I just sat there and watched you guys laugh at Joey. And I just was like, what the fuck? We, it was, we had everyone over at my house. I want to say it was, it was Easter or one of those days. One of like, it was a big family party. Might've been Christmas Eve and, uh, or Christmas. I don't, when did I release my first podcast episode? What date? I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter because I released it a few days, a, a week or two after because I had to edit it and that was hard. And Tom Segura came in and he goes behind my desk and he just hits record. And Joey and my dad were in there and he goes, all right, it started. And I was like, what? And he goes, don't touch it. Just, just let it be. Yeah, just let it be. And then we started recording a podcast and I, and it, I, mean, I, I, would, I would be interested to hear that podcast now because I sat behind my desk and kind of trying to orchestrate a conversation but joey just went off and was just telling my dad stories after stories 
and and my dad was had ju- it was my dad just met joey this day and my dad and joey are now good friends but just met joey and, and tom and i laughed hysterically and joey just went on a rant that podcast got like forty five thousand downloads that's that's a lot a lot back, yeah. that was a lot back then what year was that i don't know it's like 2500 weeks ago i mean we could do a whole segment on joey diaz story did he have a podcast already when he did that yeah but it wasn't uh yeah but it wasn't church of what's happening now Mm. it was something else ari had skeptic tank joey had a podcast but i don't know if it was church it might have been the church but it was before lee lee Lee, i think Mm -hmm. and joey was fucking gold i did a podcast with joey and ralphie one time and I, I'm sorry that I'm going through podcasts I've done that you may not have heard of. I'm just deep trying to highlight them. And the two of them fell asleep back and forth throughout the podcast. They got so fucking high. Ralphie was an hour and a half late for this podcast. Joey's sitting at my house going, dog, dog, he's fucked up. He's fucked up. He's at his house. He's eating fried chicken. Dog, fuck it. Let's just me and you go, Burke Kreischer. Jesus. Who's number two? I got the list. Cowhead, I believe it's Weicho, but you misspelled it. Cowhead, H-U-I-C-H-O. Weicho is spelled an H? Yeah. I always thought it was a W. Cowhead and Weicho. Mm-hmm. Cowhead brought a gun to that. And on that podcast, <laughs> on that podcast, Weicho said, you're telling flying dildos wrong. And I went, really? And he goes, yeah, you keep saying, he goes, you forget that your dick fell out of your boxers and you asked me to poke it back in for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I did? And he was like, yes. And I said, I absolutely will not be doing that. Wait, that. so wait, who's number three then? Ari Shafir and you. Okay, that, I way, remember. This is... I had to edit that one. I had to edit that one because Leanne listened to it. This one, Leanne loved Ari. There was a period when my family loved Ari. I know. And, and, um, really? and I said something. I misspoke about something about another person. And this is when Leanne was like, she'd listen to the podcast. She's like, you got to pull that out. And I was like, what? And I was like, that's not how a podcast works podcasts are real you leave everything in everything stays in that's how it's got to be she was like that's not true at all she was like if you misspoke about someone you can take it out so that you don't tell a fucking lie about them and i was like yeah but i said it to ari and she was like i don't give a fuck that's not what happened that person by the way i have not spoken to since i should have just fucking and by the way it wasn't even a lie it was it was just it was uh i just misspoke i'm i spoke out of school that was it. Yeah. And by the way, we don't edit anything out except for things that people go, uh, can you take that out? Or yeah. like things about family or like super. Um... Or, or, or sometimes I get shitty about a, a celebrity. Yeah. Like I'll get shitty about a celebrity and go like, and, and, and I'll just read something and then I'll kind of trash him. And then I'll, I'll be like, oh I God, fucking I, like that guy. I, I don't know Nicholas why I said Cage. that. Yeah. That's the crazy thing is you say stuff and you go, I don't know why I said that. Um, but I took something out of Ari. Who's number four? Number four is uh, John Heffron and John Moore. What? And by the way, episode one, December 5th, 2012. It was after Thanksgiving. It was her leftover lunch in Thanksgiving. That's when we did it. When she does leftovers on Thanksgiving, that's when we did it. God damn it. Yeah. 2012, you said? Do you want to um, look? just kind of scroll through these real no, quick? Yeah, let me see that. 2012, you said? Mm-hmm. I thought I said on I was I, the first time I did Rogan was 2013. It doesn't. Yeah, we were trying to figure out what date you did the first Rogan episode. Ro, 
JRE number 73. Whenever that was, we're not getting a clear. Maybe I did Christina Pajinsky. That was a great one. Pete Corielli and Sebastian. That's a great one because Sebastian doesn't talk. Oh, really? He doesn't talk the entire episode. God damn it. Brendan Walsh. That's a home run. Mac Faulkner from the Chive. Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen had just gotten let go from uh, Corolla. No kidding. Now she's with um, Greg Fitzsimmons. And and I talked to, I've talked to Allison Rosen about this on this podcast. She went fucking off. She went off on uh, on on getting let go. And we did. Oh no, I'm sorry. No, we did. Me and Allison Rosen did a podcast, and she had just gotten let go. This is not this one. It's one after. And we did. Uh, she she just got fired and she we did she did 35 minutes talking about getting fired and talking about adam carolla talking about his wife everything everything and then all of a sudden she just freezes and goes i don't want to can, can we edit that out and i was like it's 35 minutes it's <laughs> it's all we've talked about and i was like yeah we can change subjects and we changed subjects and we sat there and all of a sudden she was like I, this doesn't feel right and i was like don't worry we'll scrap the episode that's the other thing is that i always i don't ever Okay, this will lead into Ashling B. Okay. I don't ever want anyone to not have a good time on my podcast. Mm -hmm. I don't ever want anyone to have a bad time. Talk about Dr. V. Dr. V had a fucking horrific time on my podcast. I don't know what happened, but she may, I don't know what happened. I really don't know what happened. I had a great conversation with that lady. And man, she came after me with fucking venom and was like, how dare you? Help. and i was like i was oblivious i don't even know. i still to this day do not know what happened. i don't think it was the podcast i think it was the podcast got released and then people went went after her on instagram for something yeah and Just then she attributed it to you yeah she, that's that's what happened there that's why i remember that because i i remember oh shit sorry i remember just it yeah it was a fine podcast we released it and then like and then she just went 180 on you turned on she you. yeah she came after me she went after you and i was hard. like i was and by the way i was like first of all i don't mean this disrespectfully to dr v she's not a huge podcast get like i don't know why even we, we did it and this isn't to go after her either and we don't want more hate for her we we thought that it was a great conversation i thought it was a great conversation i remember learning a lot about mental health and stuff like that i don't really remember what the podcast was about i, I know i know why Oh I, yeah, I remember why she was on the podcast. Yeah, never mind. Never mind. Okay. Never mind. There you go. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Helix, the best fucking mattress around. It is so simple. All you got to do, and I'm going to read more of the read, but we have one in our house, and it is the most comfortable mattress to sleep in. It sets up, I swear to God, in like 30 seconds. All you do is take it out of the box, completely unfolds, throw it on top of the thing. We took a two minute sleep quiz. I think that's part of the thing. And it completely matches your body type and your sleep preference to the perfect mattress for you. Why would you buy a mattress made for someone else? So many people do that. You just lay on it and try to figure out if you like it. Helix has this sleep quiz that'll tell you the right mattress for you. If you're a back sleeper, a stomach sleeper, a side sleeper, if you sleep hot or you sleep cold, I'm telling you, it is a huge upgrade. If you're looking for a mattress, you take the quiz, you order the mattress that matches to you, comes right to your door. Ship for free. You don't need to go to a mattress store ever again. Helix is awesome. You don't need to take my word for it. They were awarded the number one best overall mattress pick by of 2020 
by GQ and Wired. Helix has been recommended by leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to improvement for your sleep. It is Leanne's, by the way, go-to, ma- it's, it's everyone's nap mattress. Um, they have a 10-year warranty and you will get tried out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick up, pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will. Helix has financing options. Also, flexible payment plans to so a great night's sleep. It's never far away. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash Burt. That's helixsleep.com slash Burt. I am down 15 pounds, and I am down 15 pounds because I'm using Noom. Let me tell you something. I was so lost with weight loss. I did not know what to do and what not to do, but I love Noom because I've tried so many different weight loss programs. And in the past, none of them have worked as well as Noom. And I know now feel and look, and I don't look the best. I'm going to look better but than I ever have before. Unlike restrictive diets or workout prog- programs, Noom uses psychology to empower you with the practical knowledge and skills you need to burn, build smarter, more sustainable, long-term habits and behaviors. Their psychology approach is based on scientifically proven principles like CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, which helps people better understand their relationships, food, and why they eat what they do eat. Noom understands that the weight loss journey is difficult and filled with ups and downs. That's why they believe it's all about progress, not perfection. Everyone's journey is going to be different. Noom doesn't believe in restricting what you eat or what you can't eat. Instead, Noom gives you the knowledge and wisdom you need to make informed choices that not only fit your lifestyle, but also help you reach your goals. An off day is completely okay, and it won't set you off course. Noom's weight gently helps you get back on track. You're the boss. You decide how Noom's weight fits in your life, not the other way around. 5, 10, 15 minutes a day. How much time you want to spend on the app is up to you. More than 75% of the users complete the program. More than 60% of the users lose 5% or more body weight by 16 weeks. And more than 60% of users engaged with the program keep the weight off for a year or more. That is what's most important. Sign up for your trial and get psychology-based support and motivation to reach your goals at noom.com slash burtcast that's n-o-o-m.com slash burtcast to sign up for your trial it wasn't like the old ones the old ones yoshi 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 came on my podcast and admitted to flying into japan beating the fuck out of his ex his his stepmother (laughs) and then getting on a plane and flying home and never returning to japan for the rest of his life (laughs) yoshi who's who's yoshi by the way yoshi yoshi oboyashi is is one of the most he's first he's a korean that was born in japan so he had a really hard life in japan because they hated koreans in japan i'm not saying that i said that i'm just telling you what this is story Yoshi, one time, this is one of the hardest I've ever laughed on a podcast. He was doing Tom's podcast, and he talked about doing, he goes to the improv, and Joey Diaz has put out his marijuana banana bread, and Yoshi hadn't eaten all day, so he ate five pieces. (laughs) And Joey only eats like half a piece, and Joey's like, dog, you're seeing the devil's dick tonight. And Yoshi's like, is there something in that bread? And he's like, you'll see. And then on stage, Yoshi felt like he started like the gravity stopped working and he lifted up in the air and he was like, and he got off and he was like, I'm fucked up. He sat in his car in the parking garage outside the brand prop for six hours, holding onto the seat, trying not to fly off the fucking planet. And then he got, he was like, I need to eat something. Maybe if I eat something. And so he went 
to Jack in the Box, and he drove around the drive-through six times before he found the window. <laughs> he Yoshi's a fucking hilarious dude. He's hilarious, but he's you know he came on the podcast and just Red Band. I remember when Red Band came on. I remember so many of these. Chris Gore, I had done the X show with me and Bobby Kelly in New York City. Sam Roberts and Roland. I remember doing that one. I remember, I remember Sam was like, "You got to take out some of the shit you said about Opie," because I was like, I was a fan of Opie and Anthony. That was a big deal. Like I was a big fan of Opie and Anthony. And they kind of dictated how I did this show because Opie and Anthony was just a hang, and I was just being an honest fan of like what I noticed about an episode. And I got done, and Sam's like, "Take that out." And I was like, "Why?" And he was like, "If Opie hears that, he's not gonna like it." And I was like, "But Opie." I was like, I was like, Opie does radio. He'd get that I'm just talking shit. And he was like, just take it out. Just take it out. Trust me. I was like, okay. Um, Probably for the better there. This was when uh, April 12th is when Joey slipped my dad marijuana and me. What episode number is that? Joey Diaz. My, no, this is. Yeah. Episode 21. Wow. And I was off to such a fucking tear on these podcasts bobby flay this podcast was hot i was getting huge numbers and then what happened is i started not caring about it because i started doing i mean like the fitness special episode 28 i bring chris ty walker to my man cave and he works me out on the podcast this is when the podcast was everything i thought it could have been right like i was like whatever it wants to be i'll let it be mm-hmm. and i brought this guy over he works me out on my treadmill and i recorded all of it and i was like guys try my, try this workout at home this was fucking awesome. Eliza Schlesinger, I distinctly remember this podcast. I say this respectfully, Eliza looked fucking gorgeous this day. I'm not like a guy who gets thrown by like hot chicks, but for some fucking reason, Eliza looked absolutely beautiful in the, the way the sun was, was just, Mark Marin came Wait, over. you were vlogging that Eliza one, right? Because I no, think there's no, a thumb, no, that's no, a different day. No, it's a different day. Were you vlogging at this point? No, I was not vlogging. Okay. So I'll tell you the 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 progression of my podcast is this one was done in Philly. Doug Benson and Steve Morrison from Preston and Steve. Um, me and Tom Rhodes and our wives. Like this was when the podcast was like I was doing Travel Channel, but I had free time. I was touring. I was I was not juggling too many things. That sounds and, like a lot of things, though. Well, it, at a certain Kamal Bell was a great one. I was sober during that one. Simon Rex was a great one. This is when I was like, I was really invested. And then at cer a certain episode, I just started like not losing interest, but I lose losing focus. Mm -hmm. And that's it's hard. I, I have it's a question. Hard. Yeah. How many of these podcasts, uh, up to what number would you say roughly you were doing soup to nuts, the whole thing yourself? Up to 200. 252. Okay, so that's why you lost focus. Well, no, no. At 100, I lost focus. Brody Stevens is on the podcast on episode 55. Um, I started losing focus. That's fucking, that's exhausting. When I was doing some cool ones with Travel Channel where, like, this one is in Costa Rica with this my fixer, Diego. I think it's in the car while we're driving. We'll do them then. Those were fun. I do. I did one when we were in Texas. But what was happening was I was losing, I would not release it every week. And I was losing traction that way mm. with fans. Fans were losing it. And then I got to a certain place. And then I started doing just drinking podcasts. 
where it was at night and we'd drink. And those were fun, but like they were such a pain in the ass to edit because it was like five people fucking. <laughs> it was such a fucking nightmare. I believe your highest downloaded podcast is the Tony Hinchcliffe, Big, Big J, Ari Shapiro. And I maybe one more person nope. and you. There was like fucking five people on it. It was, dude, it, we, those ones were, got away from me. And then, and then in five years ago, I, five years ago, I started five, five years, five and a half years ago, I started focusing on the podcast hardcore because I got fired from travel channel. And I was like, and I was like, I can, I have good numbers still. I can make money off this podcast. And then I don't have to worry about getting another job on a television show and being away from my family. And that's when I, and I think that's roughly when I met you. Right around then, right, Halston? A little bit after, yeah. A little bit after. But as soon as I'm in Halston, then all of a sudden it was easy as fuck. There was a period where reads were exhausting for me. Exhausting. Like doing a read, when I started get when I found when I started making money on the podcast, doing a read took forever. And I would I would loathe reads. And I would loathe sponsors because I was like, because I had to edit them all myself and put them in, and it was so much fucking work. And you're listening to yourself like stumble over words, and it's probably just frustrating. And it's like, hit. If you guys don't know, Bird has like some dyslexia and stuff, so reading up a piece of paper out loud is like a little extra difficult. It was a fucking nightmare. And then, and then when I found you, I stopped. I stopped editing myself in the reads, and I just did them, and I let them be whatever they were going to be. And it started being easy again. And when I met you is when the podcast started getting easy. Which is, that's the whole point. I'm on call whenever you want. That was my whole deal. I am someone who's learning how to produce music and produce podcasts. I had never done that before. But I knew how to engineer some stuff. And I knew how to record. I knew how to edit. I knew how to use Pro Tools. I had done my own music videos and stuff, so I knew the basics, and um, you taught me everything that you knew, and then I was able to just kind of take it from there, and and um, it's been over four years now, and I mean, oh my God, you've changed my life tremendously. <laughs> it's just, it's insane, and the whole reason I'm here is because you had talked about where you lived on a podcast, and I was like, holy shit, he lives across the street from me, like literally, like right across the yeah. street. I walk around the block all the time with my girlfriend at the time, fiance now. And I was like, you know, if I ever see him out front, I'll um I'll ask him, I'll let him know, like, hey, I'm I'm learning how to produce already and I think I'd be a good fit for this. The fact that you lived across the street was like that was a no brainer for me. Yeah, it was a selling point. It was a selling point. Well, because like, you need someone flexible. You needed somebody to at the drop of a hat, like, hey, I'm ready to do it now. Because yeah. if you're in a bad mood, you don't want to fucking do a podcast. You don't want to talk. You don't want to yeah. do ads. So it's it kind of is like day to day. Like unless you got something booked, we're gonna do an intro and ads whenever you fucking feel like it. The um, let's get to Ashling B. Yes, because I was laying in bed thinking about her today. Okay, I love Ashling B. I really do. I know that she does. I know that she probably doesn't like what I stand for being like a white male or whatever but like I, or 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 um a bro or whatever the fuck and but i to this day i love everything she does i get a kick out of her she was in that fucking paul rudd movie yeah. that was so fucking she was good great in that it was movie. so fucking good it's a netflix movie mm -hmm. she was awesome in it yeah she's she a was lead. awesome in it i get a kick when i see her on 
chat shows or whatever they call them. Like what all she's always good on stuff. And man, she came in. Agenda in a pocket, guns a blazing. She she wanted to talk to you about something. And I got sucker punched so hard. Dude, she, you know what? You know why? Because she went barefoot, and I'm a barefoot person. As soon as she took her shoes off, <laughs> as soon as she took her shoes off, I thought we were like best friends. I thought we were chit-chatting. You guys were though. She okay. This is the this is the person. And by the clip. way, I don't have any problem with anything she said to me. I don't have anything problem. My problem with that podcast is how I behaved because I got in a lot of trouble with people at the store. Like people at the store got very upset with me, mostly women. Mostly women who worked at the store got really upset that I didn't stand up for them. Interesting. Yeah. Dudes just hated Ashley. Okay. Dudes. And when I say dudes, all the important ones hated Ashling B. Not great. Not 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 the best representation not you great. want coming out of the gates. All the dudes. So this clip starts off when she takes her shoes off. Oh my god. As <laughs> soon as she took her shoes off, I thought we were best friends. So and, and dude, to be fair to you though, um oh to be fair to me, this is right at the beginning of me too. And I remember mm-hmm. being confused because you would see people and I don't mean this, but like you would see people go to an event with a button on like a, a like a times up thing. Yeah. And then they get lit up for wearing the button and and I and not realizing they had a history of sexual abuse and that it was hypocritical for them to wear the button. All I would see was dot 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 goes to this fence and wears the times up thing and everyone destroys them. And so it was like a very confusing time where you just wanted to listen, because that's what everyone was saying. Yeah. But then none of your fans wanted you to listen. They wanted you to stand up for yourself. But in but in my my point of view. I was like, I want to hear what she has to say, because I I really like I really I still to this day like Ashling, and I and I liked her then, so I wanted to hear what she had to say, and I was trying to be logical, but it I didn't do a very good job standing up for my friends. You, I think you actually did, and here's the clip. Everyone else is doing 15 minutes jumping all over the place. Hey, you know the thing about the stories, and I'll, I'll bloody say this in a podcast. I am shocked by the gender disparity at the comedy store in 2018. Like, shocked. The store is the greatest place in the world to do comedy right now. I don't agree. There's not one better comedy club in the world better than the comedy store oh in LA. Oh my God. Like, and then, and when then you, the LA. When, you, LA when, when you're looking at it from a point of view that stops, that basically isn't representing your voice or your gender. Yeah. It's really hard to see that. But, what, is, how about, hear my argument out. Mm-hmm. Okay, say that the comedy store says, you have a brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. We're going to take five spots we're gonna make sure five yeah and we're gonna give five women Mm -hmm. shots yeah then what will happen is myself tom segura um you'll work a bit less no no we'll just start going to another club but you won't give up the comedy store no we will do a little bit there but then we'll go over to the haha and me joey diaz ari shafir uh tom joe will say my buddies are over there you wouldn't do it in protest though would you we won't do it's necessity so but it'd be good for you to work somewhere else as well no it it, i can work i can work wherever i want but i choose to go to the store because all my friends are there Mm -hmm. and it is also the best comics in the world happen to be there so when i'm working on a bit and i come up with something on the fly and jeff ross or 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 norm mcdonald pull me aside and go hey man if i were you think of it this way i like having the accessibility to all mm. the brilliant minds in the business being in the same room hold on one second mm-hmm. so say we all start going to the haha or say we all start going to the ice house so say what happened exactly what happened is when they kicked rogan out of the store and everyone stopped going there the store went to shit and it almost went under because, because of one person because of one person okay oh, i was trying to make my point my point was 
I want to, and by the way, I still feel like I'm arguing this point. <laughs> is what I was saying is if you if you start implementing change that way, where you go, well, now the new rule is like almost like implemented. Bert, Tom, and Joe, whoever I said there, you guys can't. You're not allowed to do as all this. You're not allowed to work every night. You can only work two nights, and then we're going to give it to just going to give it to people that are not represented in that lineup. That's totally fine. But what will happen, and, and I think I've said this in the podcast, is we would go to the haha, and then at the time we were selling, we were selling the tickets. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't mean that arrogant, but like that's why people were coming is that we were going there. Yeah, you guys and were so the then, job. and then those fans would go to the haha, and then those people wouldn't get these awesome audiences because they. I don't know the right way to say this, but they had they hadn't they don't they hadn't gotten a fan base. They hadn't mm-hmm. earned a fan yeah. base the way we had earned a fan base by doing podcasts. And so that's we got a fan base, and that's why people were coming to see. They weren't going to the store per se to see the store perform. They were going because mm-hmm. of who was performing at the store. Yeah, they weren't going to discover new. That clip was fascinating. Well, there are two takeaways. Well, first off, like two takeaways. One, her accent's fucking awesome. Next. Great accent. I no, love her accent. Listen, mm-hmm. you can hold that's the fucking complexity of the modern world is like if you're gonna actually navigate through it, you gotta be able to hold two separate thoughts in your head at the same time. One of which is like, yeah, it sucks that it the best comedy store in the world, it's tough for people of all different ranges and and uh, uh, people of all shapes, colors, sizes, whatever, to get their shot to be heard. But at the same time, like the thing in that clip that stuck out to me was like the look of it's almost like surprise shock, but also like this learning moment that she had when you said that we would go somewhere else. And she said in protest and you're like, no, it's a necessity. I think that's the word you used. It's a necessity. You guys are artists. You have to go somewhere to do your art. Like, and that's the thing is it's just like people aren't, people weren't going to see you guys because you were performing at the comedy store they were going to see you guys because they were going to see you guys well we were all we were all big podcasters and we were and we were all big comics and we all had big specials and like and and i i understand the argument i would never that's crazy that she thought that we would leave in protest we would leave because i mean because Because you love to do it no but we no because in in this argument she was saying that they they would give our spots to someone else we wouldn't just sit in the back and watch other people take our stage time we would find stage time elsewhere we wouldn't just go like like yeah. it just is it was a it's, a it's it's not a bad argument but it's not a it's not a sound now here's where i fucked up the comedy store does represent those people yeah <laughs> there are people of different ethnicities different sexes that perform all the time and and that's i didn't i didn't stand up for uh punky or or fucking or Eliza, or Whitney, or Amy, or Nikki, or all the people that actually do spots there, you know, that are not Bert, Joe, Tom, Joey. Like, yeah, there are a lot of dudes, but there are a lot of women that were not happy with me. So, like, I thought I did the right thing by listening to a woman when I did the wrong thing by not standing up for women. Mm-hmm. And, and that's all the women that work at the store. And they, trust me when I say, each of them pulled me aside. Each of them pulled me aside <laughs> at, when I went this? to the store the next time. They're like, dude, you fucked up on that Ashling B podcast. And I was like, and in my head, I'm so confused. This is why I don't talk about anything pol- political. Mm-hmm. So I was so confused. I was like, I did the right thing. I listened. And they're like, 
the fuck you did? They said, you should have told her I perform here. I'm a gay uh, woman and and they have put me up since day one. I worked the door here. I busted my ass to get in here. Mm-hmm. There's a protocol how you get in here. Like it was, that was, the, and then man, and then my friends, like my friends, I'm not going to say who, but the ones I mentioned in there. Do you want to hear Tim Dillon's take on it? Yeah. So Tim got upset because Tim is a gay dude who works at the store. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some people from Europe, uh, and I'm going to fuck up their names. A, a lady from Ireland, Asling, Asling, Asling B. Okay. Yeah. We kind of got into a little argument in the in the van on the way over. Of course you did. She goes. Uh, of course. You I did. just By did way, it. Some people's no, energy on, is just not on. for me. <laughs> and my energy is not for people. This Ashling, is early Tim Dillon. By the way, I love you. Yeah. Uh, she did my podcast. Yeah. And um and received I would say substantial amount of backlash. <laughs> <laughs> because she's a so, very opinionated uh well she got in the car started shitting on america straight up morning 9 a.m going for sound check started shitting on american media and everything and then i said something about all oh, my, my grandparents are from ireland uh and then she goes well why did they leave and i was like well because they're not dogs <laughs> um <laughs> you know <laughs> listen, I would pay, listen i would have paid listen, oh my money i would have fuck with me you know what i mean you, don't, you can't come in the van they're not dogs. They're not i was like they're not dogs <laughs> you know hey i'm laughing i'm laughing at the look on ashley's face because <laughs> i know like she came she kind of looked away like i don't even know i said it and i she definitely heard it but it wasn't like she was just I, she didn't go crazy after that. I yeah. think it was just that was when we. I was just kind of like, uh, you know, because yeah. you're not dogs. I'm like, what do you do? You come in here shitting on America, like, oh, oh, your media is so stupid, and in Ireland everything's great. I'm like, yeah, is it? Is it? Is it really great? Is that why hordes of people got on boats that were barely fucking seaworthy to get to America? Get the fuck out of here. They are tragic people. I love Ireland. They're my people. But stop. They're fucking tragic. They got bathrooms 10 years ago. Stop. Can you stop shit-talking America? Please. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Tim Dillon. Can we stop? They had a religious conflict. It's two types of white people that believe in slightly different catechism. They blew each other up for 100 years. Can you fucking stop talking about the superiority of Ireland? Tim Dillon, Tim Dillon. I just want everyone to know this is what's beautiful about what year, what date was that? When was that podcast? Uh, this this sure. is pre this is pre everyone knowing Tim Dillon. Yep. He's been brilliant since day one. He's been because they're not dogs. <laughs> There's two different types of white people who believe in slightly different catechisms. Yeah. He is smart as fuck and he is brutal. God, I fucking love Tim Dillon. See, that's who Tim Dillon's the fucking best, man. That's what's so cool about podcasts. You look at the people that have been on this podcast before they before they were what they are today, right? Meaning, meaning, meaning like a lot of us, we know these guys in the back. And we know how funny they are to hang out with. And then you bring them on the podcast, and then slowly they build and they build. And then when they pop, everyone's like, you watch people go, I love Tim Dillon. And you go, I bet you don't even realize there are hundreds of hours you haven't watched of tim dylan yeah that would crush you i've never seen that that's fucking that's hilarious. tim dylan's he's yeah. always been that guy yeah he's yeah, always yeah. been that guy he's so fucking smart and he's so fucking funny got that and then i remember having mark norman on early in the podcast i knew mark from amy schumer 
and Mark told this hilarious story about fucking a woman on her period and taking a bath in a in a um in a in a bowl of stuffing. Did you ever hear that? I don't recall oh. that. Mark Norman told a story about he was he was uh I'm f- I'm gonna fuck up Mark's story, but it's it's so good. So he goes, so he was he had an acting teacher who was like a little older than him. And he, his apartment, he didn't have power or water in his apartment. He was broke. And so she sees him one day and he just looks like shit. And she was like, What's going on? And he was like, Oh, my apartment lost its power. And it's <laughs> and it's and it's and it's water. And she was like, Why don't you you should have told me? Why don't you come over to my house tonight? Take a fucking shower, clean up. I'll make you dinner. You can relax and then go home. Like, and Mark's like, oh, thanks. So Mark hasn't showered in like a week and a half, right? He smells like shit. So he goes over to this woman's house and she has wine set out for them. And he was like, he was like, okay, you know, Mark's for a glass of wine. He has a glass of wine. And then he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit that shower, you know? So he goes in the shower and he takes a fucking shower and he's like, and I just clean the stink off me. And I come out, and she is made. She made like a full turkey dinner with stuffing and all this stuff. And so Mark's like, "Oh, great!" So he's you know sits and eats with her, and they have another glass of wine. They have another glass of wine, and he goes, ah, "One thing leads to another. And I end up fucking her." And I, I spend the night, and I wake up the next morning, and I'm late for a fucking. I'm late for work. I got to go to work. And I looked down and she was on her period. I'm covered in blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I I don't have time to get the, into the shower. I'm, I'm late. So I just go to her sink and there's a pot. So I start cleaning myself with the pot. <laughs> I get on the subway. I'm like, God, I smell stuffing. <laughs> and he looks down and it had been dark in the room. He's covered in stuffing. <laughs> Jesus He's Christ. covered in stuffing. Oh. I was, uh, and he, but Mark, this is, you got to understand, like, this is what's so great, too, is like, this is, I hope I'm not speaking out of school, but this is early Mark Norman. This is Mark Norman when he came to my house. He's like, I'm not good on podcasts. And I was like, of course you are. You're hilarious. And he's like, no, I freeze up and I, I don't know what's interesting. And I, I, I don't know what to say. And I'm like, just be, just talk the way you talk to me. And he ends up telling that story and it's fucking hilarious. Right. And then you get Mark Norman like almost like cutting his teeth on like this us early podcast before you see him who he is today where he goes on rogan and murders unfiltered on murders murders i mean i remember him going on rogan the first time i remember him talking to him the day like the day before he went on and i go in a suit yeah yeah and i was like and he was like he was like "Ah, i'm doing rogan i'm nervous and i was like mark just be yourself just don't do not edit anything be yourself and he went on hungover with sun like hungover as fuck like with sunglasses. maybe still a little drunk hungover. and destroy yeah and now you see him anytime he's on anything he's just murder he's gold oh my god. god man to get those guys in those early phases yeah where they're coming in and they're like they're uh, you know it god those were the fucking best why didn't you leave ireland because my parents weren't dogs <laughs> fucking tim dylan is genius here's another great moment here do you think you were always predisposed to doing drugs I think so when I I'm, I'm gonna have to stop for one second is that okay yeah sure I forgot to glue my teeth in before this. 
You forgot to glue your teeth in? No, let's not stop at all. Are you fucking kidding oh, me? This is did you wait, hold great. on. Did you really just say that? Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. We'll edit this part in the video, but we're leaving this audio part. Are you fucking kidding me? This is fucking fascinating. That happens all the time on the podcast. So right? wait, so wait, so wait, hold on. Do you, do you lost your teeth to a meth? When my teeth started to fall apart, I we broke into a dentist's office and me and a bunch of tweakers and I just stole amalgam and tools and I would fashion taught myself how to mix it and then would fashion like a bridge then they would be like exposed nerves and abscesses and stuff and so I just oh sawed them down and cut open my gums when you I go are to get fucking fascinating <laughs> Shit. she crazy. this isn't by the way this is one of the best podcasts I've ever done Jessa Reed mm -hmm. um she told these stories and then she talked about drinking her own piss yeah because she found out that the meth stayed in your urine crystallizes or so she shit. could crystallize it so she would do meth and then drink her own piss and get high a second time yeah. off the same batch of meth yeah. and then she stared at the sun for 24 hours and burned a hole in her eyes and th this is and then but the best part of this the best i think she's from here from portland from upper up she's from north north something oh interesting the best part is a dentist hit her up after doing this podcast who's a fan of my podcast and was like hey i'll give you teeth oh wow and she got a whole new set of teeth from doing this podcast no kidding yeah and i was like the dentures are the screw-ins screw-ins oh, nice. like good teeth and so it's fucking awesome but that podcast was like i think that was a sickler sickler was the best because sickler would get people on his podcast. Sickler's does a, by the way, I've said this a million times. Sickler's podcast is fucking awesome. I love his podcast. It's awesome. He is so good. I got to get on that podcast. But that was a great fucking podcast. I forgot about that. So All right, funny. what else you got? Um, Daniel Sloss. Daniel yes. Sloss is a great one. Let's do our best. I'll do my Scottish accent and you do an American accent. I can only do female American accent, but okay. okay you be a fee oh my god. Uh I'll be then I'll do female Scottish accent. Oh great. I'm idea. Okay. And and we'll be talking about uh we'll be talking about each other's Netflix specials. So you're the American <laughs> okay. who just watched Burt Kreischer's special yeah. and I'm the Scottish chick that just watched Daniel's okay. special. Okay, ready? Hang on. You, do you want to go? Okay, go. So, uh, last night I was just sitting down with Netflix with my boyfriend. Uh, oh, me love Netflix. <laughs> uh, so, what did you what did you watch? Who did you? I are are this uh, Daniel. <laughs> he is so funny. He is a very very. Uh, you've gone. I you've gone Taiwanese. I've gone. <laughs> I've gone into Father Guido Sarducci. <laughs> oh, man. See? Daniel Sloss is so funny. I need to get back to that. Like, and I think I haven't really gotten there with this new podcast studio. because uh, The lighting's off for me. I want the lighting to be darker and more intimate. We need to change the lighting okay. to be a little darker, a little more intimate, and maybe get rid of the big fucking propaganda backdrop we have yeah. of all my tour posters. <laughs> What do you um, think about putting like wood paneling on the walls again? Uh, you don't like that? Uh, uh, I think it looks know. good. I, I miss the man cave. That's all. I miss the man cave a lot. One of my favorite moments, and I think this is one of your favorite moments too, is when you're talking to Fortune Themester. So then, what was the what was the lead time from like Epiphany Lifetime movie, mm -hmm. uh, waking up I'm gay now what to like first kiss? 
Uh, so I joined again. I went back to Craigslist, my my handy uh, spot, and I started looking up activities that I thought gay people would be at. Oh my god! Do you realize you're making my heart swell right now? Oh. Uh, so I I uh, I I started taking like guitar lessons. <laughs> I'm like, there's got to be Martin. some gay people in this guitar, uh, these guitar lessons. And then I joined an African drumming class. I was like, oh, 100% there's gay people at an African drumming class. And just started, and I joined a soccer team and a, and a softball team. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like everywhere where I thought there would be lesbians, I joined that activity. That is what i why i love 14 so much so sweet that her innocent brain was yeah. just like what do gay people do i'm gonna use stereotypes to my to my advantage to my advantage soccer soccer softball, softball. I, I still think that's a fucking hilarious bit yeah i i think that's so fucking funny if she ever fortune that no she's never done it on a special we just i just leanne and i just were hanging out with her and she said she still hasn't done it interesting she's got fortune is fucking awesome it's peak summer, which means bird dogs are back, baby. And bird dogs has joggers. Dude, I love these pants. I got a new box of bird dogs the other day. Black on black on black. All black. I wore them golfing and wore them out to dinner. I wore the joggers on a plane. They're the only pant you will need. Come with a great liner on the inside. So I wore these long pants to the airport. And I, I had, it felt like I had underwear on, but it looked like I was dressed nice. They don't look like sweatpants. They look nice. Tapered at the ankle, wore them with a pair of Adidas. I look good. Let me tell you something. These are my go-to shorts in the summer. You throw them on, you work out on them. You can go for a jog. You can jump in the lake. You can barbecue. You can dry off. You can sit by the fire that night and have a cigar. They're the best pants you are going to buy. And they're the only pants you need. Beach, golf, brunch, pools, the short shorts of summer. They stole Lululemon's designer, and they're just doing it better. And now the summer styles are out on their website. Like I said, I love my bird dogs. Go to birddogs.com and enter the promo code BERT, and they will throw in a free bird dogs whistle tip football. That's exactly like those Nerf whistle footballs you had as a kid, the must-have beach toy of the summer. That's birddogs.com and the promo code's BERT, and boom, a free bird dogs whistle tip football with your pair of bird dogs. You will not take these things off, I promise you. We've hit the divisional round of the NFL playoffs and DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL, has huge cash prizes up for grabs. This week, new customers can get in the game and play free for millions with their first deposit. There are only a few weeks left of football, so draft your squad now. I absolutely love DraftKings. They have so many betting options and so many opportunities to win prizes. You are a fool if you don't go to DraftKings. Playing daily fantasy football is simple. You just pick your lineup of the NFL stars while staying under the salary cap and score enough points to bring home cash. And with a free shot at a million dollars in total prizes, you will feel the action of the divisional round like never before. DraftKings is safe and secure and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings app now and use the promo code BERTCAST to play free for millions. That's right. Enter the promo code BERTCAST and get a free shot at millions in total prizes with your first deposit. Get in the action with the divisional round only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. Minimum $5 deposit required. 
Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for full details. When you spend, you know, two hours plus with a person talking, you really get to know them. You really do. And then when you do it a number of times, like like Nick Thune is a fascinating one. Yeah. Because Nick Thune came in. I've known Nick, right? And But I didn't really know him. Like, I mean, I knew him, knew him. But I definitely didn't know he was dealing with alcoholism the way he was. And, and I'm so oblivious that when he came in on that episode and he was like, hey, man, can I get a, do you mind if I have a shot of vodka? I remember being like, sure, let's do it. Let's do a, a drink. And then he like took it right to the face and, and killed some. And I was like, we could do shots. And then we ended up having drinks. And I didn't realize he was struggling at the time. Hmm. And then the next time he comes on the podcast, he tells me that last time I was having the shakes. And I was like, what? That was like fucking fat. The the stories that unravel when you do a podcast a couple times, four or five times, you watch people go through divorces. You watch people like people share like intimate things. I've talked about this a million times, but Brian Regan said, you know, don't get the big house. You get the big house and it gets cold. You need the small house. The small house is where families live in. He's like, you know, I got the big house and you know, dot, dot, dot. And with intimate conversations you have with people. Do the Nick Thune one where he gets Lyme disease, which is what, you're talking about was the next time when he was sober he was talking about all the crazy like alcohol stories and then he gets lyme disease and almost fucking dies and dude that one that one he went out to the desert with a bottle of vodka just Mm -hmm. to kill himself yeah i mean and by the way he is doing so fantastic now leads in movies and leads in movies is one thing but like he's him and his son go to fucking baseball games and he's yeah. like a great dad. He looks fantastic. He's his Instagrams are fucking hilarious. He's like the I gotta be dead honest with you. Out of all the people I've seen quit drinking, he's the one inspiration where I go, if I quit drinking, I'm doing it next way. Mm. Like where his life didn't get uncool. You know, like yeah. his life got stayed just as cool. I, mean, I think he's dating Lake Bell, who's gorgeous. Love her. I love Lake Bell. I love Lake Bell. Yeah. Um, here's a great Brian Regan clip. Robert Schimmel had a joke. That I maybe <laughs> his dad, his him and his dad were looking at at uh, at at plots of, of cemetery plots. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then they they look at cemetery plots and then they go and they get a plot and then they go look at caskets. I guess his mom died, maybe. And he goes. His, I can't even hear it. <laughs> I can't even hear the joke. Robin Schimmel's mom died, and uh, and he's with his dad, and they're looking at caskets, and the guy goes, "This, this casket sure costs." Casket. <laughs> oh, I'm never gonna make it as funny as it is in my head right now because this casket is ten thousand dollars, and his dad goes, "Hey." And the guy goes, "Do you have a problem with that?" And he goes, "Well, it's more than I planned on throwing into a hole in there." <laughs> <laughs> Robert Schimmel was funny as fuck. Um, he was funny as fuck. That was a pretty good laugh, but this is the hardest you've ever laughed. There's some setup here. Is this the hard? Because I've a number of Absolutely. times I've said this is the hardest I've Absolutely. ever laughed on the podcast. I can play this clip and I can smile. Have you seen and this clip? Up. I've never seen it. You've never oh, seen never this seen clip? Yes. Have you never seen, seen this it? Clip? Yes. Never seen it. All right. This, this is so Jordan Harbinger is a guy I met a long time time ago with Zane Lamprey. And he was doing, I think he was doing the, um, how to pick up chicks or something. 
He's like a self-help. He's a self-help guy. He's a self-help guy, but he's like a he's like a maximize your time, maximize your effort. He's a really smart dude. I'd heard him on a couple other podcasts, and I was like, I was like, fuck, I don't think I really got to know him. So I had him on my podcast, and I was saying like, I was saying like tricks, things you do to kind of like, it's kind of like keep your business maximize yourself, maximize yeah. yourself, right? And so here's one of his tricks. Go ahead, play it from the top. Give me Jordan 101. So one thing that I do every day, like around 10 a.m. your time, go into your phone, go to the text app, go all the way to the bottom. This is your worst nightmare, Bert, by the way. Okay. But you go all the way to the bottom of your text app, and text that's where app. you- Text is that this Yeah, thing? like messages, yeah. yeah. That's where you've got like all those dead conversations that you haven't talked to, people you haven't talked to in like two years. Send them a message and be like, hey, I haven't talked to you for a minute. What's going on? And then sign your name. And you'll get updates from people that you never would normally re-engage. Let's right, see. 10 a.m. every day. I like that. Uh, this one's from uh, James. Who's James? Hey, Bert. It's James from... Hey, this guy that sold me my gun. There you go. Hey, man. Just thinking about you. Let's see. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's not... See, this is why I don't reply to text. What do I say? Literally. I say? It's so funny. I what do I say? Literally, the script should be... Hey, Jane, use their name. Otherwise, they think it's a group text. So, hey, James. Hey, James. Been a long time. Dash, been a long time. What's the latest with you? What's the latest with you? Question mark. That's fucking so... I can't do that. It sounds a little too... So, what I do is if somebody... Let's say they have a baby, they get married, they go on a trip, or something else just that's interesting for me. Like, if you have a show and I see it on social media, I'm not just going to click like. I'm not just going to, like, type a comment. I'll send you a text or I'll send you an email... (laughs) Maybe not you, because I know you'll never answer no, that no, text. No, I'm still thinking of me going, hey, man, I'm like, guys, don't be my gun. I've been thinking about you. <laughs> that, that did, that did come up. I've been thinking about you. Oh, the poor guy. He's a fucking arms dealer. And he's just going to Hey, buddy. Please don't reply to this. Imagining some guy like in a mobile home cooking oh, cooking meth and getting this text. Back. I don't sell guns anymore. I have I crystal meth though. Job. I can't help you. <laughs> but I've been thinking about you too, Bert. Almost passed out. Does this happen? Oh, 
on the oh, show. Oh, this is the hard, that, this is officially the hardest I've ever laughed on oh, this podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> oh fuck. I've been thinking about you. <laughs> I love that that's the first thing you came up with too. I almost passed out laughing. Oh, oh, oh. The thing about this is, I'm going to text them with a message and request. This is how, hey man. Are you asleep? Are you are you you're sleeping okay? Because I have a mattress for you. Lisa mattresses would be a great. <laughs> oh, fuck me! Oh my god! That's the hardest. That's the hardest I've ever laughed on the podcast. It gets me every time. Oh, I, I almost passed out watching that. I almost passed out. I was laughing so hard. I almost passed out. Speaking of passing out, I've been thinking about you. So you you have clips of the dosing, right? Yeah. I can't I can't watch them. Can we like play like the first one where you realize you got dosed? Nope. Because it makes me so sad. Yeah. It makes me so sad. I've seen it. I've I've watched it. You gave me the yeah. You're I talking watched about it. making them NFTs at one point, and so I clipped them out. I would never do that. There's not an yeah. amount. There's no amount of money that w- would get me to sell that. No, because be- I mean, uh, yeah, but it, it it would be it would be like retirement money where I'm just done talking in public, because I would never want to talk about that. Yeah, because I remember, I remember distinctly, I remember distinctly his flippancy with it and my legit fear of death going sex i had high blood pressure not cholesterol and i didn't know if this was going to counteract with any of my medications yeah. <clears throat> and it was all starting to kick in and my heart would just race and all of a sudden everything would t- and i was like i was like well fuck i don't know if this is good and he was he i mean I, and I, and by the way i i don't i <clears throat> i've always said i would never release it because of fear what it would do to ari's career but i really think if people watch that i think I think it's better that they leave it to their imagination. I don't. I think that's not a. I never thought it was a good look for Ari. You know. Yeah. I think it. No, it's a horrible. You look. mean if, if the you, felony <laughs> of drugging no. somebody? Well, it's a horrible look, and you also. We were in Kansas City the next day, and your first reaction was the right reaction, which is like, if I were to release that, then I'd co-sign on this. Yeah. And like, that's like. That's, then, that's that's that is like beyond the pale irresponsible people get hurt people get dosed like mm-hmm. we're, we're fucking lucky it worked out the way it worked out because yeah. it this is like the day before sober october and then you guys go on joe rogan and then the three you tom behavior. and you tom and joe are like that was fucked up and like you all were like hey man don't absolutely don't do that and he was like really like i stand by it i stand by it well, he 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 has to, you know. He you know he he had to stand by it because he'd be. I, I think if he was, you know, ac- accountable for it, I think maybe he thought he was gonna. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I, I like. I, I've said. I've talked about this so much, and it's and it's just that whole thing. Just it. It's not a good memory for me, and it. And I remember the look on my face. I remember not. It's like not a, a look I like. Mm. where I, i'm going like i i it's the same look i have if i'm about to jump out of a plane mm. where i'm like where it's my face isn't comfortable 
and it doesn't look funny and I, and I've never I never understood it with Travel Channel and I and I think also the one thing of the reason I didn't release that is like I didn't want I didn't want college kids to be like oh dosing's cool it worked with Bert and Ari yeah it's fucking hilarious yeah. I think I think my responsibility as the person that got dosed was to be like I have that content I'm not going to release it I'm not sharing it with anybody and I don't want anyone I don't and I and I think that this is a bad thing I think mm-hmm. putting stuff in people's drinks is a bad thing. It bums me out too because it was such a good fucking podcast. And he just texted me the other day and was like, "Because on this podcast we called up the guy who owns Shinesty, and we got him a, oh yeah a ski suit. We got we we're getting him a Merrick uh, a Maryland flagged ski suit. Yeah, and the guy was going to make it, <clears throat> and then the podcast never got released, and the guy never you know no one ever hit him up about it, and and mm. and then Ari just texted me he's like, "Can I still get that Maryland flagged ski suit?" And I thought about it and I was like. And we did such a good podcast. Sometimes you don't need to do drugs and alcohol to do a good podcast. I mean, you look at like Two Bears, One Cave. We very seldomly are fucked up. When we get fucked up, it, it's a good podcast. But if you get fucked up all the time or, if, you know. You can't get fucked up on every podcast. And you definitely don't. Um, it's kind of like a, a special one. It's a treat. We don't always do late night podcasts. It's usually in the middle of the day. Yeah. So you guys aren't going to start drinking. Usually oh, Shane the- Gillis. Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah that was like that was like a 10 a.m podcast too it was at 10 a.m and he was like he was like uh, can we have a cocktail yeah i was like yeah he was like uh shane's another person who was like uh, i'm not good on podcasts and i was like you're fucking awesome on podcasts <laughs> it's like one of our highest viewed ones recently yeah he's the fucking best he's that fucking awesome. hilarious yeah uh, i don't as as far as an nft goes i would never i it would have to be one of those things like i'm retiring and i'm done talking so i would never want to talk about that nft i don't even know how an nft would work you upload it to a blockchain and then it's and then, a one of one thing and then some, well that would be an exact it. one of one no one would no one has that except for me mm-hmm. i wonder what would i so how much do you think that would sell for an nft <laughs> <laughs> i have no idea i have no idea maybe there's some super rich fan that's like i'll drop a couple million on that well you figure i wonder someone... if you could do that with like but you, they're not allowed to share it online. They're not allowed to post it anywhere. What, like uh, the Wu-Tang album? Right. Wait, was Wu-Tang the first NFT, that album? Technically, that's the concept. Like yeah. they accidentally backed into it. Yeah, they were early. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And Martin, and Skrillex is the one? Skrelly. The fucking farmer bro. Martin, Martin Skrelly. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He bought it. Didn't he? There's some news about him that just came out. I think he's banned for life for participating in pharmaceuticals. Something like that. Something to be like right. That. I wonder if I wonder what that would go for as an NFT. And would you sell the entire podcast as one NFT? Yeah, you could either. That's do a that, or... that is a, that's the first time an NFT makes sense to me because I go, oh yeah, that is one of one. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's a sought after thing. Meaning, like all the other ones, people already have a co- copy of it as their screensaver. Mm-hmm. But this is something you would own all of it. Man, that whole thing sucked from start to finish. It did. It did. And it, it, it bums me out. I'm getting flashbacks <clears throat> to that day. Getting that call in the office. It was at your business office. And you said, we're going to have to push our flight back, which is impossible. Because we were already flying to Chicago to drive to Kansas City. Like in the middle of the night. Middle of the night because that was we had pushed it as late as possible. 
and then you told me what happened and you were like ari just does me and i was just like are you fucking kidding me and then i think i was on speaker because ari said like that's the best i get are you fucking kidding me like it should have been like wow great job like it was just like oh my god no it's terrible i get into my car i drive to your place i call up my dad your uncle who's a doctor and i said like hey like because i know about your blood pressure i know about you you should not be fucking taking molly if you're over the age of fucking i don't know what 35 i've never tried it it's 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 you know it's a club drug people have held like less healthy people have died from taking pure ecstasy yeah it's not just ecstasy it's like the purest form so there's that in my hand and then there's also like i don't want to i had to go see you and i didn't want to spike your anxiety so i was just like but it's like it's you're in a shit situation where it's like the appropriate and also you know i have an allegiance to your sisters where it's just like yeah like you're their brother and i'm very close with both of your sisters so it's just like it's a fucked up situation to be put in a situation where the appropriate emotional response is not the best course of action. And that's what I was in because I was sitting there and I don't know if you're, you probably don't show that clip, but I was just sitting there like just smiling, just trying to be like, everything's fine. Cause I don't want to fucking push yeah. you over the edge. Yeah. And then the rest of the day I was like, I, I got to I'm just going to s- stick with you. We went to the comedy store, then we went to the fucking airport. Sorry. And we went to the comedy store, and then we went to the airport. And the thing that bummed me out, I'm not going to say what or say, but was to see other people in that back bar in the comedy store as they heard about it, because Ari was behind the bar just kind of serving drinks, being like, yeah, it was hilarious. Come on, lighten up. Other comics just be like, wow, that's kind of wild. That's kind of funny. And then, like, privately, one on one, be like, that's really fucked up. It's like, well, you should have fucking said that. Mm. Yeah. I remember, I remember one comic being like, thing, saying how funny it was, and then <clears throat> privately texting me and being like, this, yeah. Hey, just, you know, I couldn't say how fucked up that was, but I feel like it was really fucked up. And then you were like, okay. They're like, they, they don't want that to happen to them. And by the way, it happened back to Ari. A lot. A lot? It's, it's They've done that. It's a Legion of Skanks thing is they all dose each other. Mm-hmm. And um, like they dosed Big J. That was that was insane. Did you ever see that one? Yeah. I, I remember that one not being as cool or funny. Well, because like Jay wasn't in on it. Yeah. They tried to dose Ari with acid. Jay, Ari switched beers with Jay jay drank the acid right and jay had never done acid before he was up all night and he was like fucking i talked to jay the next day and i was like it's crazy because it was fascinating content it really was i mean i watched it i was in quarantine for go big show and i called jay i called ari i called shane i did a podcast with shane right after there and talked about it shane was like shane felt like shit he was like because big jay's like a his guy Mm -hmm. big jay helped shane out a ton and he felt like he betrayed big j it was really it's really kind of shitty when you drug someone and there's a lot of things that unravel that you didn't that you don't expect to unravel <clears throat> so no exactly yeah it it it's a you know it's a complex fucking domino effect 
just sucks who knew it's shitty behavior i'm yeah. glad i'm glad it's funny I, I thought we'd play those clips and then in in just even looking at them i'm like i don't want anyone to see them but they will be for sale as an nft <laughs> <laughs> if you're interested just hit me up what do you think what, what's the price point you could sell that whole podcast for it's totally up to you i, I wouldn't do it for less than a million so i'm definitely not doing it for less than i mean i'm looking at like i'd be i say 10 million I yeah think. it's private island yeah. money Private island money. Uh, private island money. If I need to get away, yeah. that's your in case of an emergency. But fucking, uh, yeah, just seeing that fucking folder on the screen has been spiking my anxiety for the past like it's how, so interesting. Just, like yeah, just like I'm actually kind of glad we're through it because it's just like fuck, just get it out. Because again, it was just like the whole, mm, sucks. It's can I tell you this is what bums me out the most. It's not the best representation of Ori. There's so many better representations of him. He uh, is such. There's so many different parts of his personality that he does not show that I know, that I know, that are so awesome about him. The week before, we were in Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah, and we saw him and we hung him. It was the first hung out with him, and it was the first time I'd ever met Ari. And my only understanding of who he was was his persona yeah and i remember being like oh i'm gonna hang out with this guy like okay whatever and then i remember hanging out i was like this guy's fucking great i get why awesome i get why bert's friends with this guy he's awesome he's thoughtful he's insightful normal yeah he's normal there's so many great things about ari there's so many great things about ari and then there's and then there's a separation of church and state where all of a sudden you know you get the 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 chaos ari where which I, i also don't mind a ton but sometimes the shrapnel comes back on you and you're like, ah, fuck, it's part of the tax of being friends with Ari. And I'm sure there's a tax of being friends with me. I know there is. I know. I remember him telling me a very, very private secret one time. And it, within 13 minutes, I told Joe and Tom in front of him. <laughs> in, in front of him. And I didn't even realize I did it. I just did it. And so, like, I'm sure we all have that shrapnel that comes along with all of us, you know, like. But uh, but that's the thing is that I don't feel like that's a good representation of who he is as a person. Yeah. I don't think it is. and and And... I wouldn't wouldn't want to share that with everyone, dude. He was fuck. I was in the man cave with him. I was right behind him. I was in work mode. I was setting up for the podcast, and he was like doing the shots. I was fucking right there, and I just I have a recollection of him kind of like I walked over in. His I walked in on him do, and he was doing the dose, and I remember thinking, "What's he up to?" Yeah, I remember it being like, "What's he's so weird." yeah and then when i tasted it i was like this tasted like shit Mm -hmm. but i don't like scotch Mm -hmm. and i remember being like he said that in the podcast you're like it tasted like shit and he's like that's the molly it's not the scotch yeah you're like oh yeah well this is a great way to end this podcast yeah that's a real fucking sorry about that do we have a do we have anything upbeat (laughs) should we we watch the you laughing as hard as you can no 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 (laughs) i wrote down a bunch of podcasts that i that i that i was i'm gonna fly through real quick um best interview i ever did amanda knox in my opinion because oh. i was a fan of hers for a long time miss pat kyle canani sean moss shane moss those are the hardest i've ever laughed uh not the hardest i've ever laughed but my ones i never stopped thinking about there was a huge group of guys of people that i was uh fans of that i got on the burt cast that some panned out and some didn't like bobby flay had him on the burt cast not the best interview i've ever done um casey neistat great interview huge fan of his uh riley whitlam Whitelum. Whitelum. 
it, that was turned out to be a good podcast, and he was very nervous. Very nervous. Van's nice stat. Uh, Van nice stat. Uh, great podcast. Love that guy. Fucking love that guy. Um, David Wayne. I met David Wayne when I was in Europe right after robbing the train in Russia, and he is the first person I ever met that did comedy. And he told me, move to New York. Here's my number. If you get there, give me a call. I'll see what I can do to help you out. Gave me his number, moved to New York, called him. So nice, full circle to then have him on my podcast. Yeah, that was cool. That, that was, was one really of the fucking ones. cool. That was a Zoom one. Yeah, that was a good Zoom one. Um, Dice, the fact that you told me that I'd meet Dice. That that I you know that I'd know dice or he'd come to my house that was a big fucking deal. He delivered on that podcast too. Um, Kristen and Danny, remember Kristen and Danny? What's up? Yeah, what's up? Oh man, Kristen and Danny are people I fell in love with. That they're YouTubers. Yeah, they're you they're Instagrammers really, but they're Christian. And I I I remember being like, they're not a great fit for the podcast, but I was such a fan of watching them and I was so fascinated by them. Um, Anthony Cumia, huge fan of that podcast. Rob Riggles. Trevor Moore, rest in peace, Trevor rest Moore. In peace. We had uh Trevor Moore. We have we had a lot of people that have passed away on the podcast? Not That's really. A good question. Um wouldn't that be great if we had zero and then that was the way people stayed alive? <laughs> um who does this say? Rabbi Ralphie and Joey, Ari. Okay. Oh, the first Stanhope, the first Stanhope podcast was fucking awesome. Remember when you did one in Johnny Depp's house? I did? Yeah. No way. For yeah, real. dude. You guys got pretty fucked up, but yeah. yeah. You did a podcast in like his guitar room. No, you awesome. don't remember that? There's no video of that, I'm sure. There's a screenshot um I used for the thumbnail, but there was no video. No. It's not yeah. on YouTube. Wow. But the sure. audio version is available. I don't remember that at all. I remember spending the night at his house waking up. He wasn't there. Johnny yeah. Depp wasn't no, there. No, I know. Yeah, I remember I remember that. Um how many? How long has this podcast been going on? One thirty-four. That's it. Mm-hmm. My God, it felt like three hours. <laughs> well, this is a good podcast. I hope everyone enjoyed um, enjoyed this as a retrospective of the five hundred. I'm sure we didn't do a great job of covering all five hundred. We just kind of covered the one Halsons where you're at because before I was doing it by myself, and I don't remember a lot of those. There's not a lot of video ones um, from episode one to two hundred and fifty-two. You had about, I think, a Maybe a little less than a hundred of those were on YouTube, and you mostly it's all audio. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, but I love this podcast so much. I was a fan of it before I was the producer of it, and it's changed my life in so many ways. I'm having a blast. I'm I'm tired, but I'm happy, and I just can't thank you enough, man. This is this is an absolute dream come true. Well, I appreciate it, man. I, I you've made this podcast very easy. You and Andrew, um, this podcast is so is so only doable because of you guys doing it the way I used to do it, where I booked it and I recorded it and I posted it is just not a fucking thing. I think I could fucking, I have no idea how you I would that. have no podcast anymore. So I couldn't do it without you guys. And I, and honestly, the people listening, I appreciate you guys growing with me because in the beginning I would read, I would listen to the notes. And you're like, Bert, you gotta stop talking over people. You gotta <laughs> let people talk and people. And they were so kind about it. They were like, Love you, brother. But if I want to hear you talk, I'll listen to you on Rogan. Like, if if I'm here because I'm a big fan of this guy's, and you just ruined an in an hour interview, and I'm 
I listened and I got better. I've gotten worse again, but I've gotten I don't better. That. I've gotten better. I remember someone going, "Hey man, stop blowing air through your teeth." I would. Go, I used to do this all the time. <laughs> That's gross in in my ears. Yeah, yeah. He was like, "Hey man, you sound like my grandmother cleaning out her dentures." I remember that guy's <laughs> note. Um, I got I got to tell you one of my favorite clips. I wish we had it. Was the pirate song? Do you pirate song? You never heard the pirate song? Oh, let me see if I can find it. What is that from? Uh, so I used to do Burt Cast by myself, and they used to get so fucking weird i'm gonna see bert cast i will say while you're looking for that though you your interviewing skills have gotten really 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 good and i just saw a shift in the new studio where you've been a great great interviewer for real i don't know if you feel that way but i don't from the outside I really, really believe that. All right. So I did a pod. I used to do podcasts by myself. What I do is I take the mic and I take the thing. I'd go get a coffee and I'd have the mic with the coffee and I'd talk into the mic as if, and then I'd record what I used to love recording, like going into Starbucks and take place my order and hearing the background noise mm -hmm. that fucking fascinates me. And one time I had too much coffee and I came up, I just can't started singing the song. <laughs> Off of a British merchant vessel, we had caught off the dry tortugas, and we just and I grounded. And I've done a couple. I was like, first batch was a little strong. I watered it down with steep, with salt water, but it's good for you. It's a diuretic. We're gonna lose some weight. Next batch of coffee, and everyone's like, oh my god, here we go. I'm gonna get the character. Oh my god, there's a merchant vessel in the distance. Do you see it? I'm like, oh fuck. Here's my chance. Let me kill my coffee. And let's do a chant. Same. Full of fear, we're pirates. 
but that's just a name. All this stuff we're doing, we're just playing a little game. You are British expats going to a new land. The reason you left earlier, cause they didn't respect your religion. <laughs> so, hey, maybe we're all in technically the same boat. I know you're in a different boat and we're in a different boat, but, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying maybe we're all just guys who love the sea. If you can see me, then I can see thee. So let's maybe sign, see if we can find the middle ground. I don't want to pull the saber off and hit your gun off and then hit your head against the ground. Cool with you if you want to be cool with me. Hey, do you know go to port that has some good pussy? Hey, see, we're already getting along. We're pirates. That's it. Okay, then. And I guarantee there would be one pirate being like, I liked it. Oh, my God. That's so, a great way to end this. That was that was what I would I would do solo podcasts and I would fucking get so weird in that man cave by myself and just get jacked on coffee. And I did the pirate song and people would be like, Man, no more pirate song, please. Like, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. I used to do ad reads where I would do characters. So I'd go, I, the podcast would start and would go, The British are coming, the British are coming. But do they have mattresses? <laughs> yeah. I I man, I took so many different chances on this podcast that were I remember one time I had a great um I had a panic attack and Duncan Trussell gave me a 15 minute guided meditation and it was fucking awesome. Um this podcast has been a blast to do. I'm glad I I will always do it. It's funny shit. It is what it is. It's small um and uh and hopefully, uh, hopefully, we'll keep bringing guests you guys like, and hope hopefully we'll keep finding young comics that are about to blow up and putting them on, and you guys can find them here and then fall in love with them and then watch them explode into fucking mega stars. We just did one with Kelsey Cook. I feel that way about her. Yeah, Kelsey Cook. She should have picture. She explained. Uh, she explained the lip sync things to me. Oh yeah. Yeah. The- <laughs> the TikTok. The reason people lip sync on TikTok. It's basically a selfie. 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 It's selfie. Because they look hot. Um. All right. I'm gonna eat something. I love you guys. Love you. I love you. I love you guys more than you love me. I promise you that. Uh. Thank you, Halston. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Peter. Thank you, Mans, for setting this all up. Thanks, Bert. Um. Long live the pirate song. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.